Adi, wonderful to see you. And uh, it, it's a new normal for me. First time I'm seeing you chilled. Yes. <laughs> Not uh, having made the trudge to parel all these, <laughs> a decade of doing that for you. <laughs> yes, it's very, it's, uh, I can't tell you how happy I am. Not uh, to see you firstly. And do not have to trudge around, secondly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you clarified that. But yeah, you know, I, I could get used to it. I mean, you you know, you have the right software, broadcasting a show from home. So I think uh, all of us waste a lot of time on stuff that can be done through technology. I think this is this pandemic has taught us that, right, Adi? It has taught us that. And especially in a city like ours, where traffic is such a problem, I think it uh, we are really going to measure which people we really, really need to meet in person and and which we don't uh, and what meetings we can do from home so no for sure I think mm. we're going to be smarter about how we kind of plan our days going forward for sure mm. now listen uh, you're getting very good at this dubbing and this uh, <laughs> 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 voiceover thing please remember yeah. that for radio hosts it is a, a big moonlighting factor how we make our money which is voiceovers and dubbing so do not think of taking it up as a profession <laughs> But well done, well done on screen, bro. <laughs> well, thank you, man. Thanks a lot. But I, I don't, yeah, I no plan so far. Plan B or plan C? Let's see. <laughs> but not, not right now. I hope that day never comes, considering how good you are at your primary <laughs> Thanks, career. <laughs> but you know, I mean, you're no stranger to going into a, a room to dub. Uh, we'll come to the ventriloquism later. Uh, but this is different. I mean, normally you guys go into dub your own voice in a film or an ad film. And this calls for a, a different quality because it's a different face. You know, it's a different tone and things like that. So yeah, to get that right for Ludo, talk to me about that. Yeah, I think for me, uh, the key was to work. I think I found it through the ventriloquism work. So I worked with a wonderful guy called Satyajit, who is great and uh, I did a lot of exercises, uh, voice exercises, because it's like a, a tricky kind of thing, ventriloquism. And it really does open up your throat uh, to different tones and stuff like that. So I think through that, I found that there was a range there that I didn't know uh, existed. And of course, uh, once you get the lines, also they lend themselves naturally to a certain characterization. Uh, so you have to give credit to the writers also to kind of, um, you know, sow that seed so to speak. Um, but yeah, I think the ventriloquist, um, ventriloquism exercises opened up the voice to being able to kind of hit some of those notes. Hmm. And, and they also say that you're supposed to speak through your stomach. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. a, a lot of singers also say that. A lot of VO artists say that, you know, when I go online, it's not so much about the throat, which is why even if they have a bad throat, they're able to get through these long ventriloquism or dubbing sessions. So uh, this thing about speaking from the from the core or yeah. whatever, have you managed to, to do that? Yeah? It's about, bre- yeah. So there's some breathing exercises that make you kind of uh, have to speak from there. And uh, they look good on camera, but... Stuff like that, weird shit. But uh, yeah, that, that that kind of stuff gets you. I've seen the theater guys do that. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. in Prithvi when you go. <laughs> Listen, are you, do you need medical help? Mouth to mouth resuscitation. <laughs> yeah, that th- thought never crosses my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, Adi. <laughs> Not even when it's a beautiful woman. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the puppet itself was it designed by Satyajit's people? It Fellows was designed by Satyajit. Fellow's a good-looking yeah. chap. He's a fine-looking chap. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you why. Uh, they did a 3D map of. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. But <laughs> no, so Satyajit, never say never. It might start happening now, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, deep fakes. 
um yeah so they did a 3d map of my face to get it as close to uh, how i look because it's supposed to be an alter ego quite literally uh, a version of me that says things that i can't say myself so uh, i think dada wanted it to look exactly as close to me as possible this film is also interesting to me because it's a it's a different pairing but a different pairing for an entirely different reason um you know all the ladies uh, uh the uh, lgbtq community everybody finds you very hot and sexy and interesting but for sania it is quite an high opener because everybody never viewed her as this spunky sexy gal you know right right and this this relationship uh, and you know your work with her in ludo has really upped her game on that level and she's done a fine job man for somebody yeah. who's who's never done the you've done the shirtless thing quite often so yes yes yeah so just a bit on your costa man <laughs> no absolutely and i think it's 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 great that she's done a role like this uh, so early on in her career because uh, i think that's what it takes for an actor sometimes to kind of show people uh, these different sides to you and choose material like that that allows you to do that because uh, a lot of people want to keep casting you in things that they find that they are uh, comfort zones or things that you're familiar with on screen so i think it's good that she kind of it's great that she did this film and that she's showing a different side to her and uh, uh, that will open up i think a uh, uh, new vista for mm. her for sure. And, and you know, it's time I think you start losing your shit now on set or otherwise because you have this reputation of Adi being the cool, chilled out. <laughs> Just, yeah, yeah. But do you ever lose your cool because the the, the reputation of Adi being this cool, chilled out, patient guy sometimes must irk you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, my manager that's on mute right now was be really like she must be losing her shit laughing at that. Uh, I don't think she sees <laughs> too much of that side. Uh, but on set, listen. I, I I don't know if I don't know if I can do that. Yeah, lose your shit on set unless you really really need to. Hmm. Uh, I, I'd rather keep that uh, keep that reputation for now. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's a good <laughs> reputation to have. It's yeah, a wonderful man. reputation to have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you know, so much is made about uh, Dada throwing you to the. to the lions you know like gladiator style <laughs> yeah. throw them to the lions and not giving you a script and not giving you a screenplay let's just flip this on its head and say you know all that has been spoken about how much fun is it to not have anything <laughs> it was amazing it took me a few days it took me a couple of days to get used to that and to kind of succumb or just like let go uh, because we're so used to working in that pattern of you figure how are you going to do it you read your lines and you're there and and that kind of in a way what i realized is it pigeon holes you because it took me a couple of days for so the first two or three days i was like um a little stuck because i was like you need a script i need my lines and so on and so forth but then when i realized that um you know dada is you're in the presence of a master you're in the presence of someone who is in complete control of every aspect of filmmaking and has his uh you know has has absolute clarity about what he wants not about what he wants exactly but about uh where he is shepherding you that then in 2 3 days you just let go and then it was only it was only fun it took off all the night before anxiety about am i going to do this tomorrow what am i going to do that am i going to forget my life there's nothing you just go up on set and it really helps if you've slept well because you have to be there on the day you have to be able to deliver because everything is happening on that day and it was just fun yeah he he it was more like play you get to set every day 
and Dada throws these situations at you, and you just react. And it, it was it was like one of the most fun shooting experiences I've had. And also, his personality is a little disarming. I mean, he has a ledge, a legend in the business. But I find that uh, you know, Abhishek Bachchan can take the the piss out of him, take the Mickey out of him. Did yes. you take your chances? Did you pull Dada's leg? I did not. I did not that. <laughs> no way. <laughs> no way. That would have felt too unnatural to do. It just it just didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. But to Abhishek's credit, it doesn't even look unnatural. I mean, he does it in such a exactly a wonderful way. Everyone is, exactly. Your character also to me is very interesting because you know it's a classical dichotomy of life. I mean, there are guys who are overachievers, who are very ambitious, who want to make the cash in life, and when yeah. they make the cash in life, they stop stop living in the present. And there are others who say, "I'm very content with my small little motorcycle or my small little mini car, and I will continue my life that way." And that must have really appealed to you because in our lives, in all our lives, we see both kinds. Yeah. No, absolutely. That's why it was so fun to play the guy also because. Uh He just, he just, I think, shows you the character is very interesting. And because he shows you that it's, it's, it's easy to be happy with less. You don't need very much. We're so, we're so programmed to think more is better, and that you always have to, you have to aspire to big things. <laughs> As in, why? Why do you need to aspire to big things? If you figure yourself out and you know what makes you happy, I mean, what makes you happy is something else. You don't need to run after what everyone is running after. So I think in that sense, his character is a fascinating chap because I think he's figured it out and and he knows what he wants. Uh, and it's not very much, and and that and that's quite disarming, like you said, uh, and aspirational in its own way because we all want to find that place where we're. Kind of yeah, the good, happiness, you know? the yes. happiness quotient, like what they call it, yeah, in, in something. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I asked Sanya this question. I want to ask you this question too. If there is any other character apart from yours whose track you are very keen to know, because nobody knows what the film is like till they watch it, because you're not really told too much. So, yes. so she she picked the girl and she says, you know, I want to see where Inayat's character goes because it's so interesting. Would you pick another character that you're very keen to know what their track is? Yeah, I want to see what Pankaj is up to. I want to see where he's floating around and all the shenanigans that he's up to because his character seems like it's a uh, it's a very interesting one for sure. And I love him as an actor. Yeah, and and he's done this gangster stuff a lot of times before. But again, to me, it sounds it looks like a very different gangster because this black comedy thing just puts everything into a yeah. loop, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, absolutely. I think it must have been enjoyable for him also to give a spin to it and yeah. that, that for sure. Also, uh, another thing that the film talks about in a very humorous way is, you know, pornographic clips going online and being put without, you know, on the fly and, and secretly, you know, and yeah. that's a problem that we're all facing. I mean, there is an industry, and if it is done the legal commercial way, and if it's done with full consent of people. I'm sure you know you, me, everybody should be okay with it. But the fact that this is happening surreptitiously, you know, yeah, and the film puts a black comedy take on that. So just a bit on that. I want your opinion on it. I uh, I think it's extremely scary. I think technology is only getting better, and people are only going to get better doing this. So they, we have to think about ways of being able to thwart that. Uh, because when I was shooting the film, I realized that listen, this is very possible. This can. This is probably. We are a little out of touch with these things. It's probably happening all the time, and it can happen to anyone at any time. So it, uh, there has there has to be something to combat this. Uh, that it is wrong is was obviously beyond doubt. But um, what is to be done is, I think, the more important question when it comes to this. Um, 
you know, uh, getting more stringent about finding these perpetrators and then putting them to task. But it just feels like it's it, it, it's this technology is accessible to so many that it can be misused very easily. Yeah. Um, apart from that, I don't know if this is a spoiler or do I don't know if we've given out the tape angle. Uh, to people, uh, I'm, I'll make sure that the interview gets released after the film. Okay, okay don't worry about okay. that because we're okay. you know we're very close to the twelfth as it is. Uh, so yeah, but you've got a valid point there. You know, there this this is in the hands of everybody, even immature yeah. kids out there, as well as sharks. You know, and exactly. uh, we've got to be really very careful. Uh, so uh, you're not stranger. Or just put on a good. Show. I know you can't be Yeah, if you're doing it professionally, why if not? There if there wasn't already enough pressure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Adi. I'm going to fall off my chair. People underestimate your sense of humor. Hilarious. Listen, as far as the music is concerned, you're not strange to hit, stranger to hit uh, music. I mean, you've been in all these fantastic Mohit Suri uh, movies with great music, but this is a very different Pritham, man. I mean, I'm finding some, you know, electronic drop and things like that, and, and it yeah. sounds beautiful. You know, both these songs that I've heard. There's another one releasing today. Unfortunately, it's not out as yet, or if it is, I mean, I haven't caught that as yet. But the yeah. Sandam Hardam as well as Abad Barbad have, you know, traditional. Uh, Arijit kind of singing with an electronic drop, and you must be yeah. enjoying it. You know, I'm enjoying it very much, and I think they, they, I think you're, you're right. They are quite unique the songs, and I think it's Dada and Pritam. Yeah, they've been uh, such an amazing combination. They've always thrown up something that's new and something that feels like it's different. I even even remember, I think uh, Life in a Metro uh, was was amazing, and that that was it was even amazing how Dada used it in the film where he had them playing in it. Um, but for sure, I think they've they've come up with something uh, new this time again. Mm, yeah, and, and uh, Mohit Suri has made no bones of the fact that you were not an avid movie Hindi movie watcher before you got into the movies. So I'm not going to take the piss out of you on that. But still, no. <laughs> but but you must have you must have watched the Dada classics. Uh, what is it that you that you enjoyed? You mentioned Life in a Metro. I remember tripping over Life in a Metro. I loved that film. I was like, I was so blown away by uh, even having the band in the film. I thought that was really cool uh, that he had a band that was a part of the film. Apart from, of course, Irfan Khan's performance. That's one performance that's kind of stayed with me uh, just for the charm and the inherent uh, naturalness that he brought to the screen with that performance. I. Uh, that uh, so yeah, life in a metro for sure. So I'm going to give you some trivia that concerns you in a very offbeat kind of way about life in a metro. Okay, a certain Sid Roy Kapoor, <laughs> <laughs> a certain Sid Roy Kapoor used to work with a guy called Ram. Yes, and and Ram went and you know he produced. He was one of the producers of Life in a Metro. Yeah. and uh, you know one fine day Ram calls me and says, bro. I said, what? He said, have you seen the film? So I said, no, I haven't as yet. He said, see the film and, and call me. And, and you know, you, everybody's seen the film, but it's it's too small. It'll just come and go. But there is a radio host character in that film. Ah. It's played by Gomzi, which is played by Gautam Kapoor. I don't know if you even remember it. You must have seen it ages ago. Yes. And that radio presenter is called Rishi K. <laughs> okay. Oh, I and and uh, you know he was not a straight man you know he was he was a homosexual man and you know uh, all respect to the lgbtq community i remember meeting dada at a restaurant 
and said, you know, I am heterosexual. I thought you knew that. And how was it that you named the character and that you made him homosexual? So he said, Are pagal, tere pe naam rakha. Matlab, thodi tu hai. <laughs> It's just that Tani and me used to do these long drives and we used to listen to you. And when there was a small character for a radio jockey, we said, Uska naam kya le? And then both of, both of us looked at each other and said, Rishi ke rakhte. <laughs> But you started writing all kinds of scripts in your head saying, do I display, uh, uh, am I, uh, you went into, you went into like introspection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the, the lockdown hasn't been easy for a lot of us, but people are, are surprisingly, I mean, lots of people seem to be working on, on skill sets, man. You know, some people are learning new softwares. I remember speaking to Ali Fazal and he said, dude, I'm started editing short films. Others are saying I took to some meditation, things like that. Uh, how did you spend your time? Did you work on any skill set or just let it be and said, I want to just be? For the first few months, I was out of the city on a farm. So I was doing a lot of, I was learning some farming and doing some gardening, which was quite therapeutic. I uh, did quite a bit of that. And I tried desperately to pick up some of my dad's uh, skill, cooking skills. So I took lots of uh, cooking classes from my dad. So apart from that, I think I been learning a bit of martial arts. So yeah, there has been time to kind of uh, pick up some new skills. Oh, for sure. If I that I wouldn't have if, if, if we didn't have the time. Yeah. Do you mean to say for in, during Habib's film, Davate Ishq, I remember doing an interview with you. You hadn't gone to your dad for skills at that time. <laughs> it was all acting. It's all. It was all acting. What can I tell you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't learn how to make a uh, rumali roti. I, I knew how to kind of fling that thing up in the air. That, that was one afternoon's work, but more than that, yeah. no. Because I remember you guys coming into studio and, you know, we're having this big laugh about how there's dancing and there's cooking and there's enough in your family that you can pick up stuff from. Exactly. And you were like, no, uh, I didn't. <laughs> so. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't pick up either of those skills. Uh, <laughs> But you're doing so well, Adi. It's just wonderful. <laughs> Listen, conversations with you are always heartwarming. Uh, you're a good man. And uh, you were s- you're absolutely s- fantastic in Ludo, brother. I mean, I'm just yeah. seeing your career graph evolve. And you're just you're just keeping on getting... It's like what you say in the film. You're batting like Rahul Dravid, buddy, buddy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's the test match, man. It's the test yeah. match. I love the test match game. So yeah, yeah. With due respect to the uh, to the Sevags of this world and the you know Pandyas now, yes. it's that guy who sh- I mean, it's what I tell kids when they show up at the radio station and they want to do radio. I said, dude, you got to get on the air day after day after day. You have to bat like yeah. Rahul Dravid. Yes, you just got to show up and then things happen. And you did play a lot of cricket when you were a, when you were a kid, right? Yeah, that was my first love. Yeah, cricket was my first. That, that, that if there's ever a regret I have, it is that I didn't follow through with it. But yeah, cricket for me is. Uh, I, I love watching a nice five-day test match. Your whole week is sorted. It's amazing. Like you, you get to nap in the middle. It's the best game in the world, no doubt about it. And w- were you a, a batsman, bowler, or bowling all round? the wicket. I was quick. I was quick. Actually. I was a quick left arm and uh, right arm, uh, righty batsman. I, I won't say too much about that, but I was a young tearaway slingshot, Jeffrey Thompson-esque. <laughs> I, 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 when you're saying left-hander, I would have. But uh, tooting their own horn, <laughs> I'm guilty when it comes to cricket. <laughs> no, but, but you know, the thing is that we used to look at Thomo's action and go, what kind of an action is that? Now, Bumrah has made it all normal. It's become textbook to <laughs> Malinga and Bumrah. But, but that's a tough, I, I don't see too many, it's not many people can do that. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers bro. Lots of love. Bye.